0: And welcome to episode three of What in the World. I am Hannah. And I'm Paige. And today we're going to talk a little bit about parallel universes. So we're probably going to talk about this topic again. So buckle up, because you can't just talk about parallel universes once when there is an infinite number of potential parallel universes. So Mm -hmm. we're probably going to dip in and out of talking about it now and again, which is why we thought that we should talk about it almost right off the bat, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that we could start getting everyone acquainted with what a parallel universe is and some of the stories that go along with it. So stay tuned. Throughout this episode, we're going to bring to you a few different personal accounts and firsthand stories of people's experiences with the weird, the wonderful, the parallel universes. Mm. So what is a parallel universe? A parallel universe, also known as a parallel dimension, an alternate universe, or an alternate reality, is a hypothetical, self-contained plane of existence, coexisting with one's own. The sum of all potential parallel universes that constitute reality is called the multiverse, which, shout out to Dr. Strange there. and Spider-Man too. And Spider-Man, the multiverse. There's, There's no shortage of popular movies and tv that go into talking about different parallel universes i mean mm-hmm. heck once upon a time yeah uh-huh, yeah <laughs> they talk about <laughs> parallel universes uh-huh. um the fairy tale and other mm-hmm. so i wanted to know what a scientist had to say about parallel universes so i found a interview that a physicist brian green gave to npr and he talked about parallel universes as if they were a deck of cards, for example. So if you, he said, quote, if you shuffle that deck, there's just so many orderings that can happen. If you shuffle the deck enough times, the orders will have to repeat. Similarly, with an infinite universe and only a finite number of complexions of matter, the way in which matter arranges itself has to repeat. You almost can't avoid having some version of the multiverse in your studies if you push deeply enough into the mathematical descriptions of the physical universe. There are many of us thinking one version of parallel universe theory or another. If it's all a lot of nonsense, which Paige and I love, mm-hmm. nonsense, my favorite word, yeah. <laughs> then it's a lot of wasted effort going into this far out idea. But if his, if this idea is correct, it's a fantastical upheaval of our understanding what which is what Brian Greene says. Mm -hmm. He also relates it a bit to string theory, which if you've watched the Big Bang Theory, I'm sure you've seen them argue string theory versus other theories about time and space, because they're physicists, Mm -hmm. or supposed to be. Um, So he talks about string theory not so much going into what it is, but how it explains the multiverse. And you don't really need to know much about string theory other than that time exists on a string. Um, so he sa- Brian Greene says that there are a couple of multiverses that come out of the study of string theory. Within string theory, the strings that we're talking about are not only the entities that this theory allows, it's also allowing objects that look like large flying carpets or membranes, which are two-dimensional surfaces. And what that means within string theory is that we may be living in one of those gigantic surfaces and there can be other surfaces floating out there in space. So I thought that that goes really well into what in Doctor Strange they show as being the multiverse is yeah. that there's all these sorts of weird kind of dimensions. Because he like goes out of his body, like the mirror dimension. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> yeah. And there's all sorts of variations on what a possible dimension or a dimensional shift could look like. Mm -hmm. So if we're living on one of these giant membranes, as Green suggests we could be, then the following can happen. When you slam particles together, which is basically what happens at the Large Hadron Collider, which is um, where they just slam particles together to try Mm -hmm. and get them to break apart and see what's inside and see what happens and explosions and yay, science. Yeah. Um <laughs> so when you slam particles together some debris from those collisions can be ejected off of our membrane and ejected into the greater cosmos in which our membrane floats so our membrane being the universe that we live on so when you collide our universe with another universe debris from that collision gets shot off into space is basically what he's saying mm-hmm. If that happens, that debris will take away some energy because no energy is created or lost. It's just always circling. Um, So if we measure the amount of energy just before the protons collide and compare it with the amount of energy just after they collide, if there's a little less after and it's a little less in just the right way, it would indicate that some had flown off, indicating that this membrane picture is correct. Mm. So what... Green is basically saying is that there are lots of potential theories of what could happen when universes collide, if the universes exist in the first place, Mm -hmm. Um, and string theory is something also too that Einstein talked about when he talked about potential new dimensions that could exist um, in his theory of relativity, Um, but he's basically saying that there's an infinite number of possibilities and that we're only starting to begin to think about how we could maybe measure mm-hmm. such occurrences happening. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't think I'm smart enough to be able to think about how to quantify other <laughs> universes. Yeah, well, that's that's a hard one. But <laughs> yeah. With that being said, because there are so many different types of potential dimensions and nonsensical theories and sensical theories Mm -hmm. and Paige and I love the nonsense. But this can't be explained right now, but it can be experienced. Mm -hmm. So there are people experiencing lots of these things throughout time and weird occurrences Mm -hmm. and strange things that they can't really explain. And we still can't explain it in yeah. any kind of rational mathematical way, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that it's not happening and that yeah. we aren't getting cool stories uh-huh. from it. So, I have a story. Uh, this one I got from the internet again. This possibly universes colliding. Mm. So, there's this guy who claimed for one day his parents' faces swapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. I know. Okay, <laughs> get ready. He was waking up that day so he and he saw them so he just took a shower and got ready for school like "Eh, that's fine it's probably just because i'm sleepy and whatever so now fully awake he sees something is off with his parents his mom and his dad's face or his mom had his dad's face and his dad has had his mom's his little brother runs downstairs and says good morning to both parents like everything was normal he goes back to school or he goes to school brushes the whole thing off and nearly forgets about it Until he arrives back home. He sees his parents having a conversation. Their faces are still swapped. The boy is completely confused, as one would be. Trying to get things back to normal, the boy sits down and does his homework. All of his family is acting normal, so he decided to go with it and act like nothing was happening. He wakes up the next morning with everything back to normal. He says he still dreams about it sometimes. Oh, I know. Ooh, I hate that. Could you imagine just like That would suck. Mm. I mean, I feel like I've seen weird things that kind of go along that face swapping thing. Yeah. Like I I had a, a period of a couple months and it still happens on, on occasion and it really is freaky where I'll look at myself in the mirror and if I stare at myself too long, I'll wink at myself. Yeah, that's that makes me shiver, and <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, like I I have done that a couple times, and I like I keep thinking, oh, maybe it's me twitching, but it's definitely not. Ew. And I'll see like myself wink at myself, or like something on me move, Ew. and I'm just like, that's not that's not right. No, that's it's not definitely me. not definitely not. And while of course that could be a figment of my imagination or. Something that I'm just seeing because I'm losing my mind and going crazy, which is always a possibility. <laughs> um You know, I'd like to think that maybe there's another me on the other side of that mirror. Yeah, ooh, which also goes back, back, back to the Alice in Wonderland because there's the through the looking book. glass through the looking glass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it could potentially be something that is happening. Ugh, mm-hmm. I could be going through the looking glass. Ooh. <laughs> I would hate that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just had a dream the other night with a larva caterpillar thing, so oh. <laughs> for goodness sakes, it happened yeah. happen. <laughs> so, a little bit different, um, and also quite historical. Like I said, people have been experiencing weird things that could be potentially explained via parallel universes mm-hmm. colliding for centuries, and Uh, I found a story on medium.com, which is my new favorite website, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it's called The Green Children of Woolpit. So, The Green Children of Woolpit are two of history's most enigmatic visitors, as well as the oldest tale of interdimensional travel known. Dating back to the 12th century, which, my word, that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. The story says that Two children were discovered on the outskirts of Woolpit in Great Britain. Unlike most children, these kids had one feature that really stood out. Green skin. Ooh, okay. <laughs> as soon as farmers found them, they began to cry and panic. Ooh. The children were taken back to Woolpit and given food and drinks. And at first, they refused to eat. One child, a boy, refused to eat and starved to death. Ooh. <laughs> Another, a girl began to eat uncooked beans slowly but surely her skin began to return to a normal color but she wasn't able to speak the language it took a while to learn how to speak english Hmm. once she learned how to speak english she told an amazing story the girl claimed that she and her brother came from a place called saint martin's land which was always in a state of darkness (laughs) everyone there lived underground and had green skin she also said that across a river was another luminous civilization. Hmm. Which, that's so cool. Just having, like, yeah. a river that separates the dark and the light oh, oh. from existence. <laughs> yeah. Mm. She said that they had come upon a cave and decided to explore. They ended up walking until they found Woolpit. When they looked back, the cave had disappeared. So, mm-hmm. essentially, they came through... A cave into mm. our dimension from mm. wherever they were, Saint Martin's land. Yeah, most people believe in the story. Who believe in the story agree that these two kids came from an alternate universe or dimension. And what else could it be? Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to know uh-huh. what else could it possibly be. I guess maybe it could be the girl just learned English, right? Maybe she did come from another planet and was like just coming off the ship. Mm. You know? But she looked human enough okay. that the only well, defining guess, feature was the green skin. I guess it could be like, well, if say a lot of evolution occurs the same way on this planet as others, mm-hmm. so somehow it probably maybe could coincide, you know? Okay. So they could look like us, but have a different feature. Mm-hmm. So it could be that, and the whole thing was just like a metaphor kind of for the ship, like their, what was the name of the St. Martin's. St. Martin's could be the name of the ship, right? Mm-hmm. But then again. But what explains the river between. Yeah, the river, I don't know, man. Like their city <laughs> and the luminous city. Yeah. I don't know. Because so, they looked human enough that the only defining feature was the green skin. They were yeah. like, oh, they're human except for the green skin. That's weird. So okay. I wanted to know if there are any justifiable medical causes for green skin. Mm. And there is. Oh. Uh, There's one called hypochromic anemia, which is a type of anemia that makes red blood cells appear paler than normal, and this paleness uh, can cause someone's skin to appear green uh, Mm -hmm. in color, like a green tint. Mm -hmm. Um, Other symptoms include lack of energy, uh, GI problems, and headaches, um, which could potentially, you know, like they were lethargic and they didn't want to eat like Mm -hmm. that could explain it i mean i'm anemic i know that there are definitely times when i don't want to eat yeah (laughs) um and people often associate like headaches Mm -hmm. with visions so maybe they were having some sort of a vision and they had this hypochromic anemia and i wanted to know a little bit more about it and then i looked into hypochromic anemia and (laughs) As with, like, every disease that was described before 1990, Mm -hmm. it has weird (laughs) anti-feminist nonsense. Uh. So it was first described in 1554, if I can go off on a tangent. Mm -hmm. Um, It was known as the Virgin's Disease because the doctor who first described it, uh, Johannes Lange, said it was peculiar to virgins as it mostly (laughs) uh, affected young girls and women. And it was later classified in 1681 by Thomas Sindham as hysterical disease. And then uh, Daniel Turner in 1714 found that many of the people who exhibited this chlorosis condition were also suffering from a psychological condition uh, known as pica, which is a disorder for people, or a disorder where people eat things that are like non nutritive or inedible. So it's the same thing on those shows where people eat like. Shoes oh. or tires oh, or yeah, like my strange dryer sheets, kind of yeah, thing? or soap, oh, you know. Yeah, so it's called PICA or PICA, PICA, mm. uh, P I C A. Um, so, in as an example, one of his first case studies was on an 11 year old girl who was eating large quantities of uh, coal. Oh. So, net we now know that it's actually a chronic B6 deficiency, which can be caused by a number of absorbative issues. But one thing that they have found is that people who eat weird things often have weird, or not not weird, but uh, psychological problems. I mean, yeah, I understand that. So that was, like, as close as I could come to a potential scientific explanation. Yeah. Because it, like... But... Still. But also, too, <laughs> it usually affects young girls... And so that wouldn't explain the boy, yeah, but then they also got better, yeah, yeah, and I don't I and because yeah, they turned she turned more human, is she like the green that's that's why I was thinking, oh, it's a medical condition because she uh-huh. started to turn less green and more normal colored, yeah, um, but if they existed in an alternate dimension where they lived in a cave, then. Their skin would Their be... Their skin could lighter. be a different color. Yeah. Potentially. So that's about as close to a scientific explanation as I could come. And I don't even think that it fits, really. Mm-hmm. Because I think there are too many weird things and her explanation of where she came from. Like, you could chalk everything up every, every time. With mm-hmm. ghosts, with parallel yeah. universes, with demons... Everything could be chalked up to psychological stuff and yeah. things that we're making up in our head, but I think that there are just certain things sometimes that we don't have the capacity to make up. Mm-hmm. Um, and like an eleven-year-old, I I don't know, an eleven-year-old yeah. who didn't speak English was like traumatically green. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I would, I would be, I would be suspicious. Me too. Anyway, I have another story. Okay, a guy says. I had a friend from Toronto, and he was in a bar in New York one night. He paid for drinks and food and noticed a woman staring at him throughout the whole night. This woman then came up to him and started a conversation. She she then commented on the colored money he had in his wallet. She was hesitant, almost afraid to say anything about it. He told the woman, yes, he had colored money because he is Canadian. She ordered him to show it to her, and so he did. She was very disappointed and started to weep and cry. Hmm. She did not want to talk about the money anymore, and the man decided to buy her a drink. A couple drinks later, the man asked her why she wanted to see his money. She resisted, but told him a few months before, the U.S. money had always been colorful. Ones were green, tens were blue, and hundreds were brown. Hmm. The colors were not bright like Canadian money, but had dark tints. She also said the $100 bills were called bricks because the color was similar to a brick. Then, she said one day, all the U.S. money was green, and she was the only one who seemed to remember the colors. They got to talk even more, and she said the money wasn't the only thing that changed. She would watch a TV show, and the main actor would be different than the one she remembered. And she started to cry again because after seeing his colored money, she thought she wasn't the only one who remembered. So, yeah. That's like the Mandela effect. Yeah, which reminds me too of Yesterday, the movie Yesterday. Oh. Because he, I pretty, he goes into another dimension. He has to. Because. A dimension where the Beatles don't exist. Don't exist, yeah. And he's the only one that pretty much remembers. So, yeah, there's that. Imagine how traumatic that must be to shift dimensions so knowingly. And mm-hmm. to remember something like that, and be like, no one else remembers this. Like, yeah. I think in Yesterday, it's not really that traumatic because he's just like, oh, I get to be the be Beatles. Famous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But in because uh, she like can't do anything about it, everybody will just think she's crazy. But it, it's like the other the other two people in Yesterday. Yeah. Who he comes to? Spoiler: He comes yeah. to at the end, and they're like, oh, we we thought we were crazy. We're yeah. The only ones that remember the Beatles. Yeah. And like they're like, we can't sing. Yeah. So Thank what are we for gonna doing do? This. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that would be crazy. Like if you yeah. go through some kind of a dimensional shift and you th- you're the only person who can remember like basically everything, mm-hmm. that would be that would awful. Yeah, imagine if you were just a person and you went through a dimensional shift and the in the new dimension everything was the same except the sky was purple. Yeah. And you're like, no, the I mean, sky is blue. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Uh huh. And I mean, that would mean that the ocean would be purple. Mm-hmm. So you're like freaking out because something major has changed. Yeah. Something so ingrained in like we just know the sky is blue. Yeah, it's just it's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah. Everybody knows. Everyone on this planet knows that the sky is blue. Mm-hmm. Um so if you switch suddenly to being a different color and everyone's like yeah of course the sky is purple like what are you talking about like we everyone knows the sky is purple and you're like no i swear the sky is blue yeah what happened Uh like oh i would just go crazy Mm -hmm. like thinking that oh my gosh i can only imagine yeah and i guess like for this story, you could say like, oh, what if she's colorblind? But that one, that one makes sense because she noticed they all turned green. Yeah. Also, and colorblindness also affects men more than women, so it would make boom. boom. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does affect some women, but in greater quantities, it affects men. Yeah. Also, you don't just become colorblind. Yeah. You're just colorblind. Yeah. You are because it's it's a genetic thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's a much more new occurrence mm-hmm. like I, the stories that you're telling are more like i told one from the 12th century yeah um and the stories that you're saying like it's so interesting how you would think how different it would be to enter different dimensions in different time periods of our history mm-hmm. or what kind of dimensional shifts could be happening around us with I our know. universes colliding I feel, personally i feel like i might have experienced something before okay do you want me to say yes okay um there was one time I was just sitting on my bed on my phone I don't know if this is like different I'll just say it okay Mm -hmm. so I was sitting on my bed on my phone I was scrolling through Instagram and I stop on this one video and I just seem to um zone out for a little bit but I notice like this one picture on the screen and I'm zoning out while I'm looking at it and it's going on for a long time and then I snap out of the you know, my zone, and watch it again, because I forgot what the picture was, and I don't know why I was staring at it. So, I go to watch it again, and the picture was, like, 0.1 second on the screen, but I remember seeing it for, like, three seconds, I swear, oh. and it was a long, I even wrote it down. Hold on. I can tell you the date. Hold oh, on. <laughs> you journaled on it. Yeah, I was just like, okay, that was weird. It was ten ten. December 27th, 2018. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if that would be like different dimensional stuff or like somebody pausing the earth or... <laughs> yeah, like time shift. Yeah. I'm sure we could talk about that in an upcoming episode, but just like, because you get into not only other people from other dimensions coming into our world, mm-hmm. but then our world shifting yeah, in time. Yeah, like... Colliding with others. Yeah, yeah, and colliding and potentially fragmenting and all of that Mm -hmm. stuff. That is crazy. I know there was one time when I was little and we were in the old house and I was in the kitchen and I asked mom for something and she said like I I think I said like oh can I have some water or something Mm -hmm. and she was like okay one second and then, like, I don't... I, I don't even know how to explain it, because mm-hmm. I was, like, five. Mm-hmm. But she said, okay, one second. And then there was a pause. And then she said, okay, one second. Ooh. Like, in the same way. Ooh, like, that's it was weird. It was weird. Uh-huh. And I was... I thought that I was just... I was five. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. But yeah. I don't know. I know. I don't know what it could have been. Because there are also... We're talking about too right now, like shifts in time. But yeah. one thing that my first story about the Green Children of Woolpit talked about was portals mm-hmm. into other dimensions. Mm-hmm. And I often feel like, at least from my experiences with the mirror. Okay, yeah, the mirrors are something else. I'm telling I you. I don't. I I don't know like how it's made. How it, it's made with sand. Yeah. Right. Like melting sand. Yeah. It's a conglomerate. <laughs> yeah. Which. I wouldn't think anything, you know, special about it, but mirrors are some weird thing. Because I've also heard that mirrors are an, a dimension into the spirit world. Yeah, I've heard that too. And like two mirrors together, like facing back to back, or facing, you know, each other is like a bad sign. Like it's maybe that's a why kind of thing. Maybe that's why people feel so bad whenever they go into changing rooms. 'Cause they're just <laughs> mirrors facing each Maybe. other. <laughs> you know? just like, oh. Yeah. It's like magnifying how yeah. I f- feel about myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, like changing rooms. No one likes changing rooms. No. They're just it's too much. No. Plus I'm I'm always afraid somebody's gonna open the door. <laughs> I know, it's it's so stressful. Yeah. I can't I just like I don't try on clothes. Yeah. I just take the gamble and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, so pathways to other dimensions, you know, could be mirrors, but then what I was talking about earlier with the Green Children of Woolpit is that they came into this one and they were kind of lost and yeah. one of them died because they wouldn't eat, which yeah. I'm assuming if they came from a dimension with some wacky cave food... Yeah, they're like, They would look hamburger? at beans and be like, what is <laughs> <Yeah>. this? <laughs> so there's consequences potentially to jumping universes. Mm-hmm. And that was my next story, also from Medium.com, mm-hmm. was about... Uh, it's called the cabin in peru hmm. so peru's markowski stone forest uh yeah markowski markawaski Markowaski. markawasi <laughs> okay all right <laughs> peru's Markowaski uh stone forest has been reputed to be a doorway to another dimension for centuries it's to be expected, considering how many of the stone formations have eerie resemblances to human faces, religious mm. symbols, and more. Mm. It's also known for having travelers who journey there never to be seen again. Oh, because I was just about to say, ooh, we should go there, but then maybe not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it depends on what kind of journey we want. Yeah, to I don't know. Maybe after hearing the end of this story, you won't want to hear it, maybe. Uh-oh. Um, so according to Dr. Raul Centeno... One woman decided to be brave and go into the forest with her friends, despite having been warned about the strange disappearances in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, she and her friends on the trip saw a strange cabin in the middle of the stone forest, which... I Is she going to go in? Yes. Oh, no. So, not, <laughs> so, they... But in the cabin, in the strange cabin in the forest, in mm-hmm. the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. in Peru, mm-hmm. they could hear people having a party inside the cabin. Oh, so they look inside the cabin's windows and they saw that there were, uh, people dressed in 17th century clothing. Mm. Entranced by the strange travelers, the woman had tried to enter the cabin, which, no, no, no. No. Do not. No. Please no. Plus it's, it's their cabin. Uh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to try and enter a cabin just to go to a party. No. Strange cabin in the forest. Forget about that. And she heard strange stories already. Yes. And... Decided to blow it up. Yeah, this okay. is already... She was kind of asking for this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, she tried to enter the cabin. Okay. She was halfway in before her friends pulled her back out. Almost immediately, she realized that she was paralyzed on the side of her body that entered the strange cabin. Ooh. Dr. Centeno diagnosed her with hemiplegia, which is a paralysis disorder, and suggested that her quick trip into another dimension may have permanently altered her nervous system. Whoa! Yes! Okay! (laughs) Whoa! Could, could you eat, so, like, she was half in, half out of this cabin. Yeah. Being pulled into another dimension, and then her friends were, like, yoink, and pulled her back. Say it, if, if they're dressed in, like, it could have been the past, too, like, dimension that's, not as advanced yet. Okay. So if it was the 17th century and she wasn't born yet, mm-hmm. she could have been like dead on that side. You know, oh, like not in existence. Yeah, so her nervous system's so, gonna be all taken out of whack. Yeah. Mm, huh. huh. <laughs> interesting. I've yeah. often said that about my own medical problems. Mm-hmm. Is like the reason I'm allergic to everything or, like, that I'm in pain 24-7, I'm like, I'm not meant for this dimension. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> my nervous system and my digestive system is fine-tuned yeah. for another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not this one. Uh-huh. But what it... Could you imagine, like, me coming from another dimension mm. and not knowing <laughs> and just trying to make it in this dimension? I mean, could it be possible? Do you know? I mean, where do souls come from in general? That's true. Is another Nobody dimension. Knows. So, well... Well, I don't know. Well, what what would be... What is the other side? Like, where, like, you know, spirits what, are. Yeah, well, people believe in heaven, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, different religious down. theologies believe yeah. lots of things. But if you're talking about... I don't even know what I believe, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely believe in the force. <laughs> yeah, okay, definitely. <laughs> and that... Because I've had too many weird paranormal experiences to not believe. Yeah. I mean, and so, yeah. I, you know, what is everything but shifting dimensions? Mm. And different universes. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you wouldn't know where I came from. You weren't born yet. I wasn't born yet. (laughs) So if I'm an interdimensional traveler, you'd have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) That would be crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are lots of occurrences of interdimensional travelers in all sorts of popular media. Star Trek, you know, Mm. all that jazz. So we have lots of things to talk about in potential future episodes. Yeah because my word, it's a fun topic to talk about, yeah, it <laughs> and is. just hearing different occurrences. And I think that this relates really well back to dreams and nightmares being different universes yeah. potentially, and especially when you start to talk about lucid dreaming and, mm-hmm. uh, mind-walking, which I talked about in our dream episode, which mm-hmm. is where you intentionally go into someone else's consciousness. Yeah. And, uh, I mean that could be another dimension in of itself, right? Is like, you we enter could the dream could each be a dimension, kind yeah. Of thing, you know, yeah. I, there's yeah. a quote by an author or a poet that I used to know and I really liked, and it was talking about basically that um, y- you are but infinite universes, mm. and it's I think it's like a metaphor for you know you're amazing and there you have so much potential and all of yeah. that, but there could you know you could be an infinite number of universes yeah. just within yourself which would be pre- pretty pretty empowering yeah. i would say you know i'm i have to keep myself safe because i'm <laughs> harboring dimensions uh-huh. and universes and who knows yeah i mean i don't know yeah and i i've also heard that from people who talk about giving birth is like <laughs> as a por- like the birth canal is being a portal from one yeah. dimension to the I other i could i don't know so you know i don't i don't know that the yeah. that females are just in general like interdimensional beings because we have like part of a hand in one dimension mm-hmm. to bring it into our body to mm-hmm. then create this new life that comes into this dimension yeah Whew, Ooh, yeah <laughs> i mean My goodness, we could get into some doula stuff there. Uh So that's it for this episode. Thank you for taking a trip with us into a few different dimensions and parallel universes. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at... What underscore in underscore the underscore world underscore podcast. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, if you want to suggest a topic for future episodes or if you have questions about things that we talked about in our episodes you can send us an email at what in the world podcast capital h capital p at gmail.com cool and thank you for listening see you next week bye